Welcome to the forecast to my right. We have APAT and Alex. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. And to my left, GW40 himself. Alec Garrett, how you doing? Well, man, I don't even know how to respond to that, but I'm here. I'm good. Uh, this is the Wednesday Comics Forecast. My name is Marvin. We're here to tell you the comic book's coming out for the week of August 21st, excuse me, 22nd, uh, 2018. We're almost done with August. We've already had uh, three Wednesdays. This will be the fifth. And oh, guess what? We get an extra one at the end there. Um, Alex, what do they call that? That's the sixth Wednesday. That's ass backwards Wednesday. Uh, next week is usually the lighter week. Does it seem that way now? Uh, if you look into the future, um, unless you're Marvel Comics. Oh, okay. Well, this week uh, it seems like they front loaded a bunch of things, and that's what we're going to talk about. Image Comics first, the new book. If you want to, if you have room for it, Cold Spots number one. This is Colin Bunn and Mark Torres, a miniseries premiere. Psychological terror, the undead, and a supernaturally bitten, bitter cold come together in a spine-tingling new series from Colin Bunn and Mark Torres. Ten years ago, Dan Kerr turned his back on his wife and unborn daughter. Now both mother and child have gone missing, and Dan must face cosmic terrors to find them again. He soon finds the ghost stir when his estranged daughter is near, and as the dead grow restless, the cold deepens. Um... So you want to get that? That cover looks kind of cool. There you go. Colin Bunn. What do you think, Alex? You know what? If it wasn't Colin Bunn, I'd probably give it a try. It sounds interesting. I just don't think Colin Bunn can deliver. Uh, Colin Bunn is Alex's uh, kryptonite, so you can't read him. So. Uh, die, die, die. Number two, this is Robert Kirkman, Scott Gimple. Gimble. What, uh, Chris Berman. Uh, Robert Kirkman and Scott Gimble got to do something to that because that walking that show might be ending soon. Uh, Chris Berman on <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Die, die, die. I know you said you're on the fence. Uh, enough to pick up number two or what's going on? Uh, now I think about it more, you know, I do really enjoy Chris Burnham's art. I just think the first issue was very confusing and like, not in a way that it's like, oh, you should read issue two more like in a boom. This is, this is a Robert Kirkman comic. So check all this action out and hope you get issue two. It was, so I think just for the art, I want to get it. The story, I was just like, I didn't really care. Uh, that is Die, Die, Die. Uh, so pick that up if you're interested. And that that's a book that they were like, hey, uh, it's out today. And you, uh, they said they before, it's like, go pick it up tomorrow. No really solicited. So came out of nowhere and didn't really get a chance to, to figure out if you want it or not. But it's out there now. Gasolina, number 11. This is Sean Makowicz and Nico Walter. A stunning cartel assassin must make a bail, excuse me, a bold move against Lucisador Dieros and Randy's trapped in a town with a horrible secret and Amelia's nowhere to be found. Uh, what do you think, Garrett? Your Gasolina book? This is what I call the uh, surprise of the century because uh, we didn't know you were reading this book and all of a sudden here comes Garrett already eight issues into a series and he didn't tell us about it. Um, now we're up to 11. What do you think? One of the best comics coming out right now. Um, you know, for all those fans of, I'd say, Sicario out there, if you add monsters into the mix, this is the book for you. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the main couple are a bunch of badasses, and it looks like there's a new couple joining the fray. Um, but yeah, I look forward to this book every time it comes out. Like, such rich mythology. Um, also, a very cool crime uh, drama also. So I recommend this book to everyone. And yes, I know it was kind of a ninja pick. I didn't really tell you guys about it, but I was just so I picked up eight issues in one day and re- I mean, seven issues. So 
as soon as I read it, then you guys found out I was reading it. So, boom. See, the weird thing is I knew about it because I was there when you picked up the issues. Yeah, see? So I wasn't, so I wasn't surprised. Come on, but Master Detective. But it is Detective. to keep secrets from Marvin. I meant the, t- I meant the radio show here, the podcast. Podcast listeners out there, and you're keeping it in the dark. All I got to say is, you know where the first secret I ever kept from Marvin is? Descender in number two. Boom. <laughs> uh, Garrett, when you talk about monsters, you're talking about Chupacabra? There might be one of those in there. Oh, okay. Uh, Alex, Royal City, number 14. Jeff Lemire, Jeff Lemire. Uh, he's twins. 2018 Eisner Award-winning nominee for Best New Series and Best Writer, Jeff Lemire. The critically acclaimed multi-generational saga of the Pike family comes to its conclusion as the ghosts of the past catch up to them and point the Pike family towards an unexpected future. Uh, this is the end of the series we've been talking about that we thought was going to be an ongoing, but he announced that 14, and he assumed it was going to be an ongoing, and he said 14 in. That's where we're going to stop this. This is where it feels right. Alex, what do you think? Royal City number 14. I'm ready for it. I mean, there's. I don't know if I can be mentally prepared for it, but I'm caught up on it. Uh, and Jeff Lemire, I, by all means, take the reins. Uh, lead us to whatever end of story you want, because I know you can do it. So I'm just, I'm, I'm full into it. I'm jumped on board. I'm ready to roll. Let's do this. My bags are packed. I'm ready for number fourteen. Alex, what do you think? You are the weatherman. What are the chances of rain coming from my eyes? Oof. Put on that raincoat. I'm sure there's going to be some, uh, for me, tears, of course. Some, uh, uh, it could be rainy. You never know. You don't know what, Jeff Lemire. Who knows? Dark Horse Comics, uh, Black Hammer, Age of Dune, number four. This is Jeff Lemire once again. Dean Ormston, uh, the Eisner award-winning, once again. Saw a superhero saga returns with lots of relevations. All is revealed when Lucy makes her way back to the farm from Dreamland, confronting the masterminds of their current situation. The re- revelations here will alter the fate of Black Hammer fra- family forever. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? The uh, sequel to the uh, critically acclaimed Black Hammer, where uh, four issues in now, how, what do you think? Is, how's it going? You know, it doesn't really feel any different from Volume 1. Um, obviously, we have some new characters in the mix, um, but I think we're starting to finally get to a head of why the uh, People are all in, like all the Black Hammer superheroes are in this. What's the town they're in again? Can't quite remember. Do you guys remember? No. Uh, Garrettville. Garrettville? Cool. Best town there ever is. But we're starting to find out how they got trapped there um, and why they couldn't leave. So it, things are definitely heating up, and that cover looks amazing with uh, Walkie Talkie, who's supposed to be dead right behind Golden Gale. So, boom, what's going to happen? Correction, it's Taki Wonky. Yeah, whatever. I don't want you telling people the wrong thing. Maybe I was doing it in file order, so last name, comma, first name. Duh. Oh. Huh. ID, okay. IDW Publishing, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. the uh, TMNT house that uh, strives on TMNT. TMNT, Bebop, Rocksteady, Hit the Road, number four. Of five, Ben Bates, Dustin Weaver, Dustin Weaver on art also. Uh, Alex, what do you think about uh, this is the penultimate issue? Uh, how's been the Bebop and Rocksteady? You know, it's it's fine, but it's one of those things that they take away from the, those two characters being this big, dumb, strong guys, and they are still big and dumb. But they're not as threatening. They're just kind of like idiots that happen to be lucky in doing things. So it's, it's fine. It's It's okay. But I'm ready for them to get brought back into the ongoing series and to be a threat to the Turtles 
or team up with Karai as the Shredder or whatever. Not that she's been the Shredder. I'm just saying that eventually she becomes a Shredder in other world or other runs. So I'm just I'm waiting for them to be reintroduced as part of the Foot Clan. Uh, TMNT ongoing number 85. Tom Waltz, Kevin Eastman, uh, Brom Revel. Leatherhead returns to New York, and this time he's got one goal in mind, the destruction of the Turtles, uh, 399. Uh, Alex, what do you think? The TMNT, that cover is done by the interior artist. What do you think about that style? What do you think about TMNT ongoing? You know, uh, if I was reading Turtles now as like a new on, you know, jumping on, I would maybe be like, oh, I don't know if I like that. But I've seen enough artists take on the Turtles. I've seen enough artists do a lot of books that I like that I'm okay with this style. It's a little more cartoony, but I can handle it. Uh, Action Comics is DC Comics. Action Comics, number 1002. Brian Michael Bennis, Patrick Leeson. A brand new era of adventure of the Man of Steel continues as bodies fall from the sky and burn, excuse me, buildings burn around the city of tomorrow. Even Superman must wonder how well he knows the city he protects as an unknown criminal element begins to rise throughout Metropolis. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Uh, Action Comics 1002. We're uh, a couple into the uh, thousands here. How's it going so far? This is actually surprisingly amazing. I love Action Comics 1001, Patrick Leeson's art, and even Bendis's Superman was incredible. And I, I've always said to this day that super, he can write Superman really well. I think his Clark Kent is pretty weak or anything to do with his family. Because if you're reading that pile of garbage, that's Superman. I feel sorry for you, and I feel sorry for myself, but I'm getting it anyways. Um, that was me having a stroke <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> right. Jeez. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, Superman is just, the comic is just not really good because it's all about that stupid Rogel Czar that nobody cares about. Whereas Action Comics is actually about Superman, and he's dealing like with being a hero and, uh, you know, and not really giving his full effort because, you know, he misses his family and there's like a conspiracy against him starting fires. Then there's this whole red cloud business. There's this mysterious assassin, not assassin, mysterious villain who, uh, is trying to blame Superman for a bunch of fires all over Metropolis. So, uh, I really enjoy it and I'm super looking forward to this book. Thank God. One of my two Superman books is really good. Uh, Alex, uh, you made me, uh, I have tears in my eyes now. I just say that much. Uh, Batman Beyond, <laughs> number 23, Dan Jurgens, Will Conrad. Uh, Batman Beyond, Target Batman. What do you think, Garrett? I'm looking at this cover here. looks pretty hilarious. The Bat, Batman Beyond and uh, some boxing gloves. How's it going? Uh, it's still one of my favorite books. My really, you know, if you love the Batman animated, Batman Beyond animated series, you'll love this book. Um, you know, there's new mythology with, uh, Tent with Terry's brother taking over the mantle as Robin Beyond. Um, Scarecrow's in this story. Um, even though that cover doesn't really show that that well. Um, but this is, I mean, if you've seen the series, they try to mimic the style. Um, I do really like Terry McGinnis as Batman, and I think he's one of the best characters to take on the mantle of Batman. So I look forward to it every time it comes out. Uh, speaking of Batman, Batman uh, King 
Kings of Fear, number one of six, Scott Peterson, Kelly Jones. Legendary artist Kelly Jones makes his triumphant return to the Dark Knight in this, this explosive miniseries written by former Batman editor Scott Peterson. Ben, uh, excuse me, Ben. Batman's been overseas, uh, overseeing Gotham City for years now, and he isn't sure how much of a difference he's making. Doubt, fear, and insecurity are taking, starting to take over, and of all the negative feelings set in the Scarecrow... What? All the negative feelings set in the Scarecrow... That's weird. Orchestrates a riot at Arkham Asylum to give the Dark Knight one of his greatest challenges yet. A six-issue miniseries of a solo Scarecrow in a horrifying new way you'll have to read to believe. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Batman miniseries. I know we're uh, always good for this. I do like Kelly Jones uh, draws one of my favorite Batman ears. Uh, is something you're going to pick up or uh, just let it uh, come out? Not pick it up. You know, I think I'm just going to let this one slide by. I'm trying to do my best to drop any of these minis other than like the ones I've already started. It's just there's too many books that come out that it interests me, yes. But the bank account can't support that many uh, that many books anymore. Uh, Garrett, what do you think uh, with Batman Kings of Fear? I'm kind of in the same boat as Alex. Like, I would love to read that because I do like that, you know, 90s era Batman with the holy shit long years um i think that's like there's really great storytelling in that era and i think that's what's going to mimic in this uh comic um so i think maybe as the trip when the trade comes out then i'm definitely all in uh it's kelly jones on uh batman Uh, oh, I think I missed. Oh, no, I didn't miss one. Detective Comics 987, Brian Hill, uh, Miguel Mencendosa, uh, Eddie Burrows on the cover, and the then the pul- pulse pounding on the outside storyline hurdles towards its cataclysmic conclusion. Batman has tasked Katana, Black Lightning, the Signal, and Orphan, aka Cassandra Kane, with stopping a rogue operator using alien technology that can crack into any mine on Earth. What does this case have to do with Brainiac? A file seen in Justice League, no justice number one. And how does Adam Waller, excuse me, Amanda Waller, factor in? Amanda Waller again. Yes, you're outside of Batman Circle of Trust for now. Uh, what do you think, um, Garrett? Detective Comics, uh, Brian Hill, he's uh, coming up to his end of this run. Uh, how has this run been so far? Um, his run has been amazing so far, and I wish he was staying on the book. Um, this last issue of his arc does give me concerns because it seems like it's going to get a very event heavy. And I, you know, I just read the last issue and to force like Katana and Amanda Waller and Brainiac down our throats in the final issue. I don't think that's going to do justice to the storyline. Um, I think Brian Hill will definitely stick some, what of a landing, but I think it's only to propel whoever's coming on next, which I'm pretty sure is James Robinson. So, um, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm very cautious because like the last couple issues he did, amazing. But when I see all the event stuff just circling and cutting off the circulation of this comic, that makes me worried. See, I was wondering where the Brainiac stuff was coming because I thought, really? This book has seemed to be so street level that all of a sudden we get into this like galactic BS. And now that you say that, it's probably just leading into uh, James Robinson. Like, oh, that sounds about right. We're going to ruin this. DC book. So I don't know. That just makes me sad. It still could be good, but I'm just, you know, at being a veteran comic reader, I'm kind of tilting my head towards this could be bullshit. 
Yeah. Well, I think that's what it is. Like, I'm, I want to be optimistic, but I'm not. I'm assuming it's going to be garbage, and that makes me sad inside and outside. So when you hear me crying later, you'll know why. Just check your local trash can. There'll be apps. Flash. <laughs> Flash. Excuse me. Flash number 53. <laughs> this is Joshua Williamson, Christian uh, Deuce. Uh, Dan Mora on the cover. Dan Mora, when are you going to take over this book? Uh, look at that cover. Uh, slippery slope for the Scarlet Speedster when he must team up with Frosty Commander Cole to stop the powered-up trickster from trashing Central City. The trickster's first target is a maximum security prison, Iron Heights, which could mean a criminal breakout of the city you could never survive. Uh, Alex, what do you think? The Flash, I know you haven't been too hot on The Flash, but uh, how are you doing with uh, Flash? Well, unfortunately, I'm, I'm actually one issue behind. Um, for, I don't know what my deal is. I don't know why uh, Flash War really just kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. I know Garrett liked it so much, but for some reason, I'm not digging it. And I don't know if it's I'm not a fla- enough of a Flash fan for me to be like, hell yeah, this book is great. Or if I'm just getting kind of tired of, I don't know, there's just something about it that I'm not enjoying. I think it's the first one. What was the first one? The one where you're not that big of a Flash fan. That must be it. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I think I he mean. Said, it, you, it, know it what, is. you know what? Hang on. You know what? No, that's nothing else. Uh, in Man of Steel, he says cockapoo-poo. And maybe that's left a bad taste in my mouth. It tastes like shit. And I don't like it. Um, besides all that, there is a lot of mythology with that just happened in the Flash War. And I would say, yes, it's not really new reader friendly because they're assuming, you know, quite a bit about Wally and Barry's past. Um, But I think it does entice new readers to go back and read some of that mythology. So um, it's very hard, I would say, to see to know where to go. But uh, there's a lot of great storylines. And I would say everyone start with Flash Rebirth with Jeff Johns. And that'll answer a lot of your questions about Flash War. Justice League Dark number two, James Tinney the fourth, Alvaro. Eduardo Martinez, bueno, plagued by arrest. I'm sorry, like for some reason I got all s- stuffed up, and it's making me hard hard to talk right now. Plagued by a rash of unworldly resurrections, the new JLD team begins scouring in a corner of the DCU, leading for looking for leads. Turns out this latest mystery turns trees, excuse me, ties back to the Tree of Wonder, last seen laying down roots in Justice League No Justice, and it bears poison fruit to boot. The tree serves as a doorway from the realm of magic to our world, and the upside-down man is the first of many all-powerful mystic entities looking for a new haunt. It's going to take a major twist of fate for our heroes to get out of this one. Uh, Gary, what do you think? I believe now that we have the team together, we're finally going to see the uh, seeds of the first uh, storyline. Does that make you excited? Are you still with this book? Um, I didn't really enjoy issue one. I thought it was so wordy and not very interesting. Um, so I mean, I don't know. There's something about this book that keeps, that's keeping me at arm's length. I'm hoping this issue will be better because issue one was really poor in my opinion. Um, but I do love the characters. So I hope that they'll meet their stride, at least in this issue. Otherwise it's going on the chopping block. I think that's the thing for me as well is that that first issue, it just, yeah, they, there's too much chatting and not just letting the story flow. I don't need to be my, I don't need my, I, don't need, I do not need my hand to be held. Just let, give me a book and go, hey, enjoy. The characters are great, but 
they I know we're trying to treat people like this is a new concept, kind of like what Flash needs to do for me. I need my handheld during Flash, but JLD, I don't need that handheld. Uh, is that a problem in the book or a problem with you? I mean, it could be me. You don't know. Uh, for the record, I did enjoy that first issue, so I am looking forward to the second one. Well, yeah, it's like reading a novel, so why not? Uh, uh, Garrett, you say Mother Panic? Yep. Mother Panic, Gotham AD, number six, Jody Hauser, Abraham Mustafa. Uh, Mother Panic must face all her demons, spiritual and biological, in this issue as she learns the true fate of the violet of this world, sibling rivalries, arch nemesis, and more score off against Mother Panic in this issue. The ultimate issue of Gotham AD. I believe it's the last issue, right, of this uh, little miniseries, and then it's done forever. Yep. So it's the final issue. Um, this issue has been uh, so good. I mean, this series has been so good. Um, it's a dystopian Gotham, like five years into the future where Batman's dead. A lot of the rogues are dead and Violet page is coming to a timeline. That's not quite her own. Like her, her Violet page, like the one that's from that universe is a presumed dead slash missing. So, um, yeah, I can't believe this conclusion's already here. I'm really sad by that. I really wish the young animal line was sticking around. Um, but uh, Mother Panic has been a great book, and I don't know if she'll ever be back in comics ever again, but I'm excited for this final ride. Uh, one question for you. What part of my question confused you so much that it took like 10 seconds for you to answer? <laughs> it's just the way you worded it. Okay. <laughs> Is this the last issue? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Terrific number seven, Jeff Lemire. Dale, you, you should. <laughs> Listen. Uh, Alex, what do you think about the Terrific so far? We got uh, Tom Strong coming in this issue. He was uh, he was in like the, one of the first two issues, right? But now he's back here. I think it was the first one. He was like, this, it, yeah. Um, I like this book. This book is actually growing on me. I was a little weary about the first couple issues. And I think since issue three, it's really hit a stride where I'm enjoying it. Uh, I was, and I think a part of it is that it was Jeff Lemire, and I was like, oh, can he really write this book? Uh, yes, he can. I think he writes all these characters super well. Uh, I don't know who Tom Strong is, so I'm excited to meet him. He sounds like a nice guy. Uh, Wonder Woman number 53. I want to bring up Wonder Woman again because Steve Orlando is doing this arc. But more importantly, ACO doing some art. ACO is a very uh, underrated artist, and I, he. I see him every once in a while. He did the Nick Fury miniseries, and here's going to be on the Sark. So if you're looking for that, uh, here you go. Wonder Woman number 53. And I would also try to get back into this book. G. Will Wilson, she's going to be taking over the book, and uh, I think it should be good when she takes over. So there we go. Marvel Comics, the house that a mouse now owns. Amazing Spider-Man number four, Nick Spencer, Ryan Otley, Spider-Man, Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Excuse me, Peter Parker versus Spider-Man. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Uh, this amazing Spider-Man, this is one, I believe, your second Spidey book that you're picking up and your brother doesn't only pick up, right? Right. And you yeah, said you've been... my number two. If we listened to the last show, you mentioned that you were looking to get into Invincible because of this book. So is this book, uh, you like enjoyed it so far? Yeah, I really enjoy it. I mean, I think Ryan Otley's art is spectacular. And see what I did there? Um... 
And Nick Spencer's actually doing a great job of writing Spider-Man and all the characters around him. Um, it just There's just something new and fresh about this series that just makes me want to read more and more. Um, yeah, I'm really digging it, and I'm going to be on for a long time for Spider-Man. Black Panther, number uh, three. Uh, Tennessee Coates and Daniel Acuna. The Intergalactic Empire, Wakanda Continues. Alex, what do you think? Uh, I love that cover by... Uh, and Hawk Lee, I believe, is how you say it. But what do you think about Black Panther so far since the reboot started? It's been good. I've really enjoyed it. I mean, it's a different aspect than I was expecting. I, you know, I kind of expect Black Panther to either take place in Africa and Wakanda, or you know, he's on Earth. But as right now, he's a galaxy traveling, space slinging, ass kicking Black Panther. Uh, I'm enjoying this book. It's it's. I think the amazing thing is to go from Captain America, who's written by Coates, and then get Black Panther, and how how good both those books are in their own aspects. So I'm I, by all means I'm excited for this book. Uh, if he keeps writing the way he's writing, I will not be dropping this book anytime soon. You know, I want to say that I think that Black Panther and Captain America are so good that it feels like it takes forever for a, the book, the next issue to come out. Cause you're so excited to read it. Like I've been like, I, man, where's black Panther? Like I've been wanting to read issue. Like it feels like it's coming out very slowly. I know because I, when I saw the excitement this, I for it, I saw this was issue three and I was like three only like I, by this point, And I, I would expect that it's been like, I think it, aren't this uh, captain America in this book, are they coming out monthly? They're not coming out bi-weekly anymore. I think I they're think doing they're, they're the Marvel leave. Con like beginning of one month with the end of the next month. So oh, okay. So it is monthly, but it's like farther Not away four than weeks four weeks. Apart monthly. I yeah. anyway, I think that's what it's doing, and you know what? It shows in the books. If they don't come out every two weeks, you can put some quality together. So uh, it's good so far. I really do enjoy both those books. But Black Panther number three, you can go back, find the other issues, pick it up, start. It's great. Old Man Logan, number 46, Ed Brisson, and Damon uh, Susero. Uh, this indescribable, indestructible. Nothing can stop it. What do you think, Garrett? I love this cover by Andreo Sorrentino. We talked about him last issue, or last uh, episode. Uh, he comes back for this cover. He was the artist at one point, but now we are... are we, you think we're coming to the end of this Old Man Logan series? You know, you'd think so with uh, Young Man Wolverine coming back. Um but I don't know. I mean, as of right now, um, it seems like the book's still pushing ahead. Uh, this is the start of a new arc, I believe. So uh, we'll see what it's about. I'm um, looking at the preview here. It looks like some kind of creature of some sort. But um, I know Marvel, they're already thinking, we better do a Wolverine versus Old Man Logan event and then kill off Old Man Logan. So I know no, that cash crop is going to... Oh, please. That cash crop will be coming a mile away. Yeah. I, well, I'd see, the thing is, that of course, they're going to build it up for two months. Uh, old man versus young man. And then they're like, one of them is going to die. No, old man Logan's going to be like, screw this crap. I'm going home. Uh, I got my oats and my grits at home. I'm going to go eat them. Leave me alone. And then a Hulk smashes his face in. <laughs> the, the Hulk shows up and beats the shit out of him. The Punisher, number one. This is Matthew Rosenberg. And Simon Kondratsky, uh Greg Smallwood on that cover. You can take the Punisher out of war out of the war machine. Punisher no longer has the war machine armor, but is retained as a quietly new taste for big game. 
and he's hungry for more. However, the paths to such uh, perilous pursuits have fought with dangers bigger than any Frank has faced before, and this lone wolf could use otherworldly help on his way to the world stage. Uh, Matthew Rosemark continues pushing the boundaries of the Punisher, and now joined by acclaimed artist uh, Ricardo Buccioletti. Hey, that's not what it says for the up there. Uh, DMZ Northlanders. This is the book Punisher fans will be talking for years to come. So is it Simon or is it Ricardo Buccioletti? Uh, who knows? There's two, they literally uh, credit two different artists in this book. But uh, Alex, what do you think of the Punisher? For two questions. One, they're restarting it. Is it necessary, do you think, maybe? And uh, can somebody jump in on this point? I assume that's why they're restarting it. Two, does that cover look, does that cover look familiar? Is that uh, an old cover that they just kind of remade? It looks like Dolph Lundgren. Oh, okay, uh, man, that's a a Let me look that up here. And I think one, yes, you can certainly jump in. Just have the realization that he was in the War Machine armor. Uh, two, I think that's why they re- renumbered it as a number one. He's going back to... Frank Castle, the Punisher. Also, I think I speak for Garrett. Uh, super freaking excited for this issue. Yeah, I'm very pumped. Um, the one thing I do miss is like, yes, I think uh, whatever. Sizimon Kudransky is, uh, <laughs> his art will be good. But that Villanova art was so great that I'm definitely going to miss that. Um, but, you know, I think it'll be fun to see Punisher in his element because, you know, I've always wanted to get a Punisher book. And, like, I jumped on right when he was the War Machine. So I'm really excited to see the Punisher out of the War Machine outfit and uh, see him do what he does best. That's what I'm, I'm excited. Like, I know when he was in the War Machine, it, to me it makes sense. Of course, he'd wear this suit, kick so much ass. But I also just wanted to see Frank be Frank. And literally, he is a War Machine. So I'm I'm excited to see him go mano a mano against everybody and then kill them all. Century number three: Jeff Lemire, Aaron Kim, and Jacino, Joshua Cassandra, Cassara. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Century, I believe it is just a mini, right? Um, sir, about like halfway. I down? don't know. I don't, I don't know if it is a mini or not because I haven't seen like the one through five. I know that the arc is five issues long. But I don't know if it's actually only going to be a five-issue thing. Well, I'll look that up. Uh, what do you think of the book so far? Regardless, I number one was a little – took a little getting into. Uh, two was amazing. And so I'm, I'm super excited for three. Uh, we're going to see what Bob has going on for himself. And then I think the thing is that I don't know enough about Sentry. But what I do know from this book makes me excited. And to know that his friend uh, is a dickbag. And I can't wait for Bob to find out and beat the piss out of him. Uh, Alex, I won't tell you what I just, I just basically figure out spoilers by looking this up. So don't look up century number five to figure out the last issue, but I just will tell you that it seems like it's the last issue. Um, But it seems like the way that they're playing it is that it's going to spin off to maybe an ongoing series, but uh, don't read the list of number five. It's a spoiler, big spoiler. Um, Star Wars, Darth Vader, number uh, 20. This is uh, Charles Soule, Ilya Bonetti, Fortress Vader Part 2. Oh, this is the one I was looking forward to. Garrett, how was the last issue of this? Emperor, Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader in this book together. Oh, excuse me. This is uh, Giuseppe Cabocoli doing the art. Not Ilya did the cover there. Uh, what do you think about this? You know, I haven't read that first part of the arc yet. 
Um, oh, but I will say I just read the annual that was the week before that issue came out, which kind of took place around uh, Rogue One, and it was amazing. So, you know, this Darth Vader book, if you love this villain slash hero slash villain, uh, this is the book for you. I mean, it's just Darth Vader awesomeness all the time. Uh, Venom number five. This is... Oh, this is uh, uh, Dottie Cates and Ryan Stegman. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Uh, Venom number five. How's Venom going so far? You know, Venom has been super strong, and it's amazing to see all that. Like, we've always said about Donnie in the last six months, how he can write a character that you may not give two shits about or that has been overwritten so many times, and yet he gives you that fresh spin. He gives you that that mythology that you want. He gives you that back matter that's important and he makes you feel like it's important. I know issue four was a little wordy, um, a little long winded. I'm hoping issue five kind of picks back up into that good mix of letting that art tell me the story. Cause you got Stegman on there and Stegman's great. So let Stegman do his thing. And Donnie just put in those little words just to guide my hand a little bit. Uh, West Coast Avengers number one, uh, Kelly Thompson, Stefani Caselli, a new era dawns, Avengers assemble, Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, Clint Barton, a guy named Fuse, never have they ever been called the big three of anything, and now here they come, or excuse me, here they are, reunited for, okay, well, it's only the second time ever, thank God, they also brought America Chavez, Gwenpool, and Kid Omega, wait, what, that's right, it's the new West Coast Avengers, son, and you better hope they figure out how to save the world because big things are headed for the West Coast. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? We were big fans of uh, Kay, excuse me, Kelly Thompson's uh, Hawkeye series, and we kind of had speculation. What's she going to write next? Is it going to be uh, some sort of team book? I said Young Avengers, but now we're getting a West Coast Avengers. So I think it's we're right about the team thing. Does this excite you, Kelly Thompson, more Hawkeye? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm looking at the preview right now. It's a lot of Hawkeye. Um, the only person on this team that I don't care for is Gwenpool, but maybe I'll get to like her because of the series. I just think that creation was just stupid. Um, but yeah, I mean, the art looks great. I know Kelly Thompson's a great writer, so I am looking forward to this, um, for some more Hawkeye action. Cause I think, you know, it's kind of a shame and a letdown to cancel that, uh, Kate Bishop Hawkeye series. So, but at least we get a continuation in this here. So very much looking forward to it. Alex, what do you think? I know you're a big fan of uh, Kelly Thompson's uh, Hawkeye. I see here in their preview the first thing that they're fighting is street sharks. Does that make you excited? Oh, really? Not, I, that, I, not I the actual was... street sharks, but street street sharks, basically. Oh, you know, I, I think there's a part of me that's a little weary because I think she does such a great job on Hawkeye with Kate that I'm just I'm, I'm not sure how her teamwork is going to be. Not Kate's, but how. Uh, Kelly Thompson's teamwork is going to be. So uh, as much as I wanted just to focus on Kate, I would much rather just have a Kate book. But if she's going to kick the Street Sharks ass, by all means, they probably have it coming. X-Men Red, number seven, Tom Taylor, Carmen Nunes, Carnino. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? How's X-Men Red going so far? You know, it's one of my uh, favorite, well, it's the only X-Men book I get, I guess, besides Old Man <laughs> Logan. Um, I used to get the others, but... Um, you know, I'm a little worried because I think this is an extermination tie-in. Uh, I'll have to double-check that. If it's not, I'm going to keep getting it. If it happens to be a tie-in, I'm out because I, 
that's the thing. It's like, that's what happens to all these X-Men books is they're really good on their own and then they get tied into an event and then they turn really shitty. So, um, I know it's Tom Taylor, so I know it'll be a good issue. Um, but if I see that it's like part three of a ongoing event for that extermination thing, I don't really want a part of it. So I think the only nice thing about extermination is that it's an X-Men based event where a lot of the times when X-Men gets involved in other things, like an Avengers thing or a Spider-Man thing or a Venom thing, then that really gets annoying. Because what's the point? Why do they get brought into it? But at least if the extermination is exclusively X-Men, then at least I can understand it. Uh, it's Marvel Comics here, and it looks like I'm looking at the rest of them. I don't think there's anything else really uh, that we get here. What do you think, uh, Garrett? Another week? You said it's a big week, so what's your pick? Automatically, Action Comics number one thousand and two. Um, there's something very exciting about that book. You know, it could be f- because Superman is so shitty that it's nice to have at least a <laughs> great book that stars Superman uh, coming out right now. So, very much looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to read it. Garrett, you say one thousand two. What if I said ten ot two? Is that good? Uh, ten what? Ot two. Ten ot two. Oh, sure, I guess. Uh, Alex, <laughs> no. what do you think your uh, pick uh, is this week? I I think my pick will be the uh, Jeff Lemire, Jeff Lemire, Royal City number 14. we got to see how this gift is wrapped, if it's nice or if it's in a gift bag, and I can see the gift. So I'm, I'm bring it I to wrap it. I can't believe you would steal my pick. Uh, you had Punisher out there for you and everything, but you got to take Royal City, and I'll agree with you on Royal City. But I'm going to pick uh, West Coast of West Coast West Coast Avengers. West Coast. Uh, number one, uh, Kelly Thompson's one of the greatest new writers that we've discovered. Not we discovered. Martin, obviously, Marvel discovers her. <laughs> but on the show, we talk about her. Comics <laughs> found this lady. Uh, Way to go! It's been fantastic, and uh, though that t- I like Clint Barton, I like Kate Bishop. <laughs> I like uh, American Chavez. I, she's a great member of the team. I like that team. Kid Omega, I like him too. Uh, so I'm excited to see Castelli's art. He's good too. So it's going to be a fun ride, I think. So I'm looking forward to that. Alex, I'm here to be out here. Yesterday, flood warning again. You told me last week was it going to happen again. It was going to be dry forever. I got out there, built an arc, and then the flood's gone. And today, hot as hell. So I want to know, can I throw this thing in the trash or are going to rain again? What's happening? You know, I'm going to lay a little secret that not a lot of people know. Um, I may just forecast the weather. I, I don't control it. I don't have a weather machine. I don't go outside with a stick and spin it and make tornadoes. No, 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 no. I just look into the sky and I see things. So if it's dark and gray, it could rain. But um, also in the town we live in, we either take in all this water uh, like yesterday, or uh, we can be in a drought for six weeks and go, where the hell was that rain in May? And now it's all coming in in July and August. So uh, I would maybe keep it. I would maybe throw it. You don't know what to do with it. You know, Al, you sound like every weatherman in existence. You cover all your bases so that you're never wrong. <laughs> uh, I, well, one, I'm, I'm literally, I'm a meteorologist. I just told you what to do. Uh, don't do anything. Just stay in your house. <laughs> it could rain. It could be sunny. It could snow. It could snow. <laughs> you never know. Garrett, my foot's going to hit the gravel outside, and I'm going to take off running and never look back. Uh, how's it going to look out for me? Or I for everybody else tomorrow. 
you know, um, this is a really great week, actually. A lot of content coming out, a lot of great books. So that's not, that's one of those days that you want to make sure your pull list is on point. You want to get to your shop or online shop as quick as you can and uh, get those comics because there's a lot of hot ones. Um, as, in regards to that pothole, what pothole? I'm, I, I don't know what the pothole is. So, but yeah. Uh, I'm going to, like I said, my foot's going to hit that gravel. I'm going to run, run, run and never look back. I'll go by the comic shop. Maybe go back and get an umbrella because Alex said he can't predict the weather. He doesn't know what's going on. I'm going to keep on running. You ever seen Forrest Gump? That's going to be me. I'm going to run across the city. city excuse me. The country. I'm going to say, why are you running? And uh, instead of like Forrest Gump, I'm going to tell him uh, I'm running because I got to run. Is that what he says? No, he doesn't say that. I'm actually running because I'm going to keep running because I got to keep running to get new comics. So I run and every Wednesday I hopefully hit a shop. I just keep going. This show, we're going to have to take it on the road. You guys are going to have to come find me. I'll be in Colorado. Maybe one day I'll be in Hawaii. Maybe one day I'm going to be in, you know, in uh, Great Britain. You don't know. I ran across wow. the ocean. Wow. Sometimes, Alex, you might not know this. Sometimes if you run so fast, like the Flash, you can run across water. So, wow. That's impressive. <laughs> and then he wants to go home. <laughs> For Wednesday comics, I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, stay warm or cool or dry or wet. Do whatever you want, but keep reading those books.